بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته and welcome back to Ramadan Reflections for 2020. Today, being the 10th day of the month of Ramadan, we review the topic of the people who trust in Allah. And we will be basing this discussion on verse 159 of Surah Ali Imran, chapter number 3, in which Allah says, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ لِنْتَ لَهُمْ وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فَضًّا غَلِيذَ الْقَلْبِ لَنْفَضُّ مِنْ حَوْلِكَ فَاعْفُوا عَنْهُمْ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لَهُمْ وَشَاوِرْهُمْ فِي الْأَمْرِ فَإِذَا عَزَمْتَ فَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْمُتَوَكِّلِينَ It is by Allah's mercy that you, O Muhammad, are gentle to them. And had you been harsh, and had you been hard-hearted, surely they would have scattered from around you. So excuse them, and plead for forgiveness for them, and consult them in the affairs. And once you are resolved, put your trust in Allah. Indeed, Allah loves those who trust in Him. This verse has many components to it, which are all important points for us to reflect upon. Although most of it relates directly to the Prophet and what his attitude must be, however, we are also to realize that there are points for us to implement in our personal lives as well. We begin by understanding that the moral qualities of the Prophet are a gift given to him by Allah. But at the same time, these are things which he has worked on his entire life. Allah then tells the Prophet, and obviously as an extension tells all of us, that it is, that it is his quality of being gentle with those around him that obviously has made people gravitate to him and gravitate towards the religion of Islam. Allah confirms that had the Prophet been harsh and rude to the masses, to the people, that they would have scattered and run away from him. Now this verse, or this portion of the verse rather, relates to two aspects of the Prophet's character. His speech, and how he talks to those around him, and also his actions, how he deals and interacts with the masses. From here, the Prophet is then ordered to forgive the people of their mistakes, mistakes which are done intentionally or also unintentionally. Especially how this verse relates to the historical event of Uhud and the fleeing of some of the companions of the Prophet and the believers from the battlefield, this verse makes more sense when we review it in that understanding of that context of that battle. But this verse points us to an all-important quality which all leaders must have, and all Muslims, all humans must have. And that is that when the people commit mistakes, and they feel remorse, and they apologize for their blunders, the leaders must be ready to forgive and move on in life. This is a, a noble trait for anybody in a position of leadership. Now, in order for the character and the personalities of the believers to grow and mature, Allah then tells the Prophet that he should consult the believers in important matters, in issues that are of a relevance to the entire community. Keeping in mind that this verse was revealed about the Battle of Uhud, and also keeping in mind what we know of that battle and the loss which the Muslims faced in that battle, still the Prophet is being encouraged to consult with the believers going forward, to take advice, to have a consultative system of um, working in the community. 
Seeking advice and consulting with others and planning is an important step in management. And it actually is something which has been emphasized in the ahadith, in the traditions of the infallibles. As an example, when Imam Ali, may God's peace and blessings be upon him, when he wrote that revolutionary letter to Malik al-Ashtar, when he sent him uh, to become the governor of Egypt, it was a, it's a very lengthy document, but in one portion of that uh, historic letter, Amir al-Mu'mineen, the commander of the faithful, says, Make use of those people who are righteous, who come from noble families, from noble respectable homes and families, and who have a solid, proven track record. Very powerful words to think about for the leaders in our community. Obviously, due to a lack of time, we will not go into the details on how this is carried out according to the Qur'an and the Ahadith. However, there are chapters which have been written on this important topic, the topic of leadership, of guidance, of management, of consulting one another. There's much has been written on this area. And if you want, you can refer to the commentary of this particular verse that we're reviewing as is seen in Tafsir al-Namuna. Finally, at the end of the verse, and this is where we reflect on the topic for today, and that is about having complete trust and reliance in Allah. Tawakkul ala Allah. One of the qualities or one of the groups of people that Allah loves. Once the relevant people have been consulted, the leader needs to make a final decision and act accordingly with full and complete trust in Allah. As Muslims, we cannot think that we live within the confines of this physical world and that there is nothing else in existence or anything that can affect uh, change in this world. We don't look at the world from that one perspective of only the physical. No, rather we must remember as Muslims, as people who are believers, that Allah is there. And that although we plan and execute, however, He is there as well, and He can change our destiny. And therefore, trusting in Him after we have planned and executed is the ultimate goal which we need to reach to in our spiritual lives. We have to realize that there is the rule of cause and effect which governs this world. That's no doubt about that. Cause and effect is even there mentioned in the Ahadith. However, there is a rule much higher than that, and that is Allah. He even takes priority over the rule of cause and effect. And so in closing, as Muslims, we need to envision, gather like-minded individuals around us to plan and discuss. And once we have covered all angles and done our due diligence, we must then execute. But even there, let me reiterate this point, even there we must have our full trust in Allah, that we have done our best, and now we leave the rest to Allah to determine. We conclude with a final point to sum up our discussion for today. After using the power of our God-given intellect, this brain that we have, Coupled with consultation with people in, who are in a position to assist, we must execute our plans. However, always keeping complete trust and reliance on Allah. Trusting in Allah is a key to our success. However, it does not mean that whatever we want to achieve will necessarily come to fruition. However, we must trust 
We have to have tawakkul. We have to trust that Allah knows best what is best for us in this life and in the world to come. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.